Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Actual Sports Podcast. Today on the show, we're going to go over some injuries that occurred in Week 5, then the games from Week 5, and lastly, the latest news out of the NFL. Starting with the injuries from Week 5. The Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen left the Chargers game against the New Orleans Saints early with a back injury. Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott suffered a compound ankle fracture and dislocation. He is out for the rest of the season. He has a five to six month timetable for his return. Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill left the Cowboys game against the Giants early with a knee injury he suffered while trying to hold Daniel Jones from fo- up so he wouldn't fall to the ground. The Cowboys also left, lost Tyron Smith for the season. Tyron Smith, one of the better offensive linemen in the league, he is out with a neck injury. He is going to have neck surgery. Delvin Cook left the Vikings game against the Seahawks early with a groin injury. Arizona Cardinals defensive end Chandler Jones left the Cardinals game against the New York Jets early with a bicep injury. He will be out for the remainder of the season. The Washington football team quarterback Kyle Allen left the football team's game against the Rams early with a arm injury. Sammy Watkins of the Kansas City Chiefs left the Chiefs matchup against the Raiders early with a hamstring injury. Lamarcus Joyner of the Oakland Raider of the Las Vegas Raiders left the Chiefs game early with a hamstring injury as well. Carl Nassib, also of the Oakland Raiders, left the Chiefs game early with a foot injury. Carolina Panther defensive back Dante Jackson left Carolina's game against Atlanta early with a toe injury. Carolina also lost their defensive end Brian Burns with a concussion and defensive tackle K1 Short with a shoulder injury. The Jacksonville Jaguars lost Tyler Eifert due to a neck injury. He left Jacksonville's game against the Texans early. Pittsburgh Steelers offensive lineman David DeCastro left the Steelers matchup against the Eagles early with an abdomen injury. Steelers wide receiver Deontay Jackson was ruled out with a back injury. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green left early against the Baltimore Ravens with a hamstring injury. Sam Hubbard, the Bengals' defensive end, also left early with an elbow injury. The Philadelphia Eagles offensive lineman Lane Johnson was guarded off the field against the Steelers with an ankle injury. Giants linebacker Lorenzo Carter left the Giants matchup against the Cowboys early with an Achilles injury. And Baker Mayfield looked like he was hurting 
in the Browns game against the Colts, but an x-ray of his ribs came back negative. Going into the games of Week 5, the Chicago Bears improved to 4-1 as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fall to 3-2. Cairo Santos of the Chicago Bears kicked a go-ahead 38-yard field goal with a minute and 13 remaining in that game. It looked like Tom Brady forgot what the down was on a key fourth down attempt late in the game that they ended up failing. The Chicago Bears, however, rushed for just 35 yards in that game. The Tampa Bay defense locked down on the Chicago run game. The Washington football team lost to the Los Angeles Rams 30-10. The Rams improved to 4-1 on the season as the football team falls to 1-4. Derek Hendrickson of the Los Angeles Rams had a career-high two touchdowns from scrimmage. Kyle Allen rushed for a seven-yard touchdown before leaving the game with an arm injury. Alex Smith came in and made his first appearance since November of 2018. He went 9 for 13 for 74 yards. The football team had just 108 total yards. The Rams defense locked down Washington. Aaron Donald was a key part in that locking down of Washington. He had four sacks. The Rams as a team had eight sacks, which probably is not good for Alex Smith coming back from that leg injury to be getting hit constantly by the Rams and their defensive line. The Carolina Panthers defeated the Atlanta Falcons 23-16. The Panthers improved to 3-2 and as the Falcons fall to 0-5. This is the first time Atlanta has gone 0-5 since 1997. Matt Ryan threw for 226 yards and an interception. He didn't throw a touchdown pass. Todd Gurley rushed 14 times. He had 121 yards. One of those was a 75-yard rushing touchdown. Carolina Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater threw for 313 yards and two touchdowns. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers played on Sunday. The Eagles fell to 1-3-1 with their 29-38 loss to the now 4-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the first time Pittsburgh has started the season 4-0 since 1979. Carson Wentz threw two touchdowns, struggled with interceptions again. He threw two more. 
Miles Sanders had a 74-yard rushing touchdown, the Philadelphia running back. Pittsburgh Steelers rookie wide receiver Chase Claypool had seven receptions for 110 yards, three receiving touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. He's just the fourth rookie wide receiver in NFL history to score four touchdowns in a single game. The Arizona Cardinals improved to 3-2 as the Jets fall to 0-5 after their 30-10 loss to Arizona. This is the Cardinals' first road win versus the New York Jets since Week 10 of the 1975 NFL season. Kyler Murray coming off back-to-back bad weeks against Detroit and Carolina. He was able to pass for 380 yards. Sam Darnold did not start. Joe Flacco got the start for the New York Jets. Flacco went 18 for 33 for 195 yards and one passing touchdown. The Carolina Panthers were upset by the Oakland Raiders, by the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders improved to 3 and 2 as the Chiefs fall to 4 1. After the Raiders won 40 to 32. This is Las Vegas' first win at Arrowhead Stadium since week 8 of 2012. And Derek Carr aired the ball out. That seemed to be the strategy for the Raiders. Just go out there and have Derek Carr throw deep. He passed for 347 yards and 3 touchdowns. Rookie wide receiver Henry Ruggs had 2 receptions for 118 yards and a touchdown. That should pretty much sum up how this went for the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense looked like they were just standing by waiting for Patrick Mahomes to come back. They weren't going to really try too hard to stop the Raiders defense offense. The Raiders, Henry Ruggs, with his two receptions for 118 yards, averaged 59 yards per reception. Mahomes was scrambling for his life almost every play. The Raiders' pass rush has not done very well through the first few games this season, but against Kansas City, Mahomes was constantly on the run. During this game, Patrick Mahomes was running for his life through across his body to the middle of the field. An amazing throw by Patrick Mahomes that was caught by Travis Kelsey for the first down. Uh, So, Patrick Mahomes may have lost, but he added another career highlight throw. The Jacksonville Jaguars fall to 1-4 on the season after their 30-14 loss over the Houston Texans. The Texans get their first win of the season. They're now 1-4. Houston has won 11 out of their last 13 games versus Jacksonville, including 5 straight wins. Gardner Minshew had a good game for Jacksonville. He had 301 yards and two touchdowns against this Houston defense. But Deshaun Watson was better than Gardner Minshew. He threw for 359 yards and three touchdowns. 
Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks had eight receptions for 161 yards and a touchdown as he had a breakout night against Jacksonville. The Cincinnati Bengals fall to Wood 3 at Wood after their 27-3 loss at the against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore proves to Ford Wood on the season. Lamar Jackson has an 8-1 career record versus ASC North opponents. Joe Burrow was held to just 183 yards. Lamar Jackson had just 180 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Lamar Jackson has not done very well throwing the ball these last couple weeks. If he got limited to just 180 yards by the Cincinnati Bengals defense. The Baltimore Ravens defense combined for seven sacks on the night. The San Francisco 49ers were upset by the Miami Dolphins. Miami improves to 2 and 3 on the season as the 49ers fall to 2 and 3 on the season. The Dolphins won that game 43 to 17. The Dolphins scored their most points in a game since week 7 of 2015. Jimmy Garoppolo got benched after going 7 for 17. For 77 yards and two interceptions in the first half. Backup quarterback C.J. Bethard came in. He went 9 for 18 for 94 yards and a touchdown. The Miami Dolphins quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick went 22 for 28 for 350 yards and three touchdowns. The Dolphins defense combined for five sacks. This raises the question... Are the Dolphins secretly good? The Dolphins lost to the 5-0 Seattle Seahawks by 8 points. They lost to the Buffalo Bills, who are 4-1. They lost by 3. The New England Patriots beat the Dolphins by 10 points. The Dolphins are playing way better than anybody expected. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year with the Bills and the Patriots in their division. But maybe next year if they can add another wide receiver. Now, the Dolphins' next three games are against the New York Jets, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Arizona Cardinals. The Dolphins should be able to beat the New York Jets. They will probably lose to the Los Angeles Rams. But they have a fighting chance against the Arizona Cardinals, I think. Especially since Kyler Murray, what, how he struggled against the Lions and Panthers defenses, which are not very good. So the Dolphins may secretly make a push for the playoffs, flying just under the radar the radar of most people. So, 
as the Dallas Cowboys just barely scratched out a 37-34 win over the New York Giants. The Cowboys improved to 2-3. and three. The Giants fall to 0-5. Dallas Cowboys kicker Greg Zerline hit a game-winning 34-yard field goal as time expired. But the main story of this game, Dak Prescott got injured. His teammates were visibly shaken on the sidelines. His former head coach, Jason Garrett, now coaching for the New York Giants, came out from the Giants' sidelines to see if his former starting quarterback was okay. As Dak Prescott had surgery Sunday evening, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, J.J. Watt, Joe Theismann all sent their well wishes to Dak Prescott. But now the Giants have Andy Dalton as the starting quarterback. Andy Dalton went 9 for 11 for 111 yards in relief of Dak Prescott. Andy Dalton used to be a starter for the Cincinnati Bengals. He will be trying to win the division for the Dallas Cowboys. He's made the playoffs several times with the Cincinnati Bengals. Dalton, in his last five years as a starter in 2014, he threw for 3,398 yards with Cincinnati with 19 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. In 2015, he threw for 3,250 yards, 25 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. At 2016, he had a big year throwing for 4,206 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 8 interceptions. In 2017, he threw for 3,320 yards, 25 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. In 2018, as his team went downhill, his numbers went downhill. He threw for 2,566 yards, 21 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. In 2019, He threw for 3,494 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. So in his last five years as a starter, his troubles have been with interceptions. But as a backup quarterback, he should be pretty good in relief of Dak Prescott. And in the division he's in, he could very easily lead the Dallas Cowboys to a playoff berth. Now, the Cleveland Browns are 4-1. The Colts fall to 3-2 as the Browns beat the Colts 32-23. Cleveland is 4-1 for the first time since 1994. 
The Cleveland Browns were expected to go to the Super Bowl last year, had one of the better teams on paper. Maybe this team is finally starting to click. Although, it's Cleveland and you can't put too much on them. Nick Chubb, as we know, is on injured reserve after that injury he suffered in week four. Kareem Hunt rushed 20 times for 72 yards. Kareem Hunt will be the main running back with Chubb out. The Minnesota Vikings fell to the Seattle Seahawks 27-26. The Vikings fall to 1-4 on the season as the Seahawks improve to 5-0. The Seahawks are 5-0 for the first time in franchise history. The Minnesota Vikings started off hot. Alexander Madison, the running back for the Minnesota Vikings, had 20 carries for 112 yards. But the Minnesota Vikings collapsed. They allowed three touchdowns in two game minutes against the Seahawks. Late in the game, inside the Seattle 10-yard line, the Minnesota Vikings tried to convert a fourth and one so that they could go on and score a touchdown and be up by two scores very late in the game. But the Seattle Seahawks defense came through and stopped the Minnesota Vikings. Russell Wilson then led a game-winning drive that ended in a touchdown. And the extra point put Seattle ahead for the win. This Seattle team does not have a very good pass rush. Although they started 5-0 on the season, I don't think they're going to go deep into the playoffs once they start playing teams with quarterbacks that if you let them go unpressured and with have time will beat the secondary and eliminate the Seahawks from the playoffs. The Seahawks really need to their pass rush to improve. The Los Angeles Chargers Lost, fall to 1-4 and four after their 27-30 win. Loss to the now 3-2 New Orleans Saints. Will Lutz, the New Orleans Saints kicker, hit a game-winning 36-yard field goal in overtime. Herbert, Justin Herbert, the rookie quarterback, had a good game against the Saints. He... Had two hundred, he threw for two hundred and sixty-four yards and four touchdowns. Drew Brees had three hundred and twenty-five yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Emmanuel Sanders had a big game with twelve receptions for one hundred and twenty-two yards. Saints number one wide receiver, one of the better wide receivers in the league, and. Michael Thomas was held out of the Monday night matchup against the Chargers after getting in a fight in practice with one of his teammates. It was a team's decision. He's been out for several weeks with an injury. 
He could have played, but they held him out. The Saints are Super Bowl or bust, but their defense is not played well. Their defensive line, now that Marcus Davenport is back from injuries, played pretty well against the Chargers and generated decent pressure, but their defensive backs have not played well, and they... They've had, like, last night, Malcolm Jenkins played a good game on Monday. But they have one defensive back who has a bad game, and they pick on him, put up big numbers off him. And when the football games, or at least stay in football games against the Saints... Because they will find the weak link on the defense. And it's been different players every time. So the New Orleans Saints have had multiple players be the weak link in their defense. Well, the Tennessee Titans improved to 4-0 after their 42-16 win over the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are no longer undefeated as they fall to 4-1. and one. This is Tennessee's second 4-0 start in franchise history. Their first time starting 4-0 was in 2008. Josh Allen struggled against the Tennessee Titans. He threw for 263 yards and two touchdowns. He also threw two interceptions. Both were intercepted by Malcolm Butler. His last interception, Josh Allen was driving down the field. The Buffalo Bills were driving down the field. The Bills were trying to get back in the game against Tennessee. But Josh Allen didn't have pressure on his face. He had time. But he hurried up, rushed a throw, made a horrible decision, and threw it right into triple coverage. Malcolm Butler easily intercepted it and returned it to the 10-yard line. If that wasn't enough, the Buffalo Bills defense stopped the Titans. But the Buffalo Bills committed a roughing the passer penalty, gave the Titans a first down, And the Titans promptly scored on the next play. So a combined stupid decisions by Josh Allen and their Bills defense getting stupid penalties ended up leading to their loss. Ryan Tannehill had a decent night. He threw for 195 yards and three touchdowns. He also rushed for a touchdown. And the Titans win. So some of the latest news from the week. Head coach Anthony Lynn named Justin Herber as the starting quarterback going forward. Tyrod Taylor, who hadn't been able to start for a game because the team doctor punctured his lungs, will 
not get an opportunity to start start anymore. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans was active for Thursday night football. He got shaken up the against the Chargers and was questionable. The Patriots and Broncos had their game rescheduled for Saturday or for Sunday after the Patriots COVID-19 outbreak. After the Falcons lost to the Panthers, they fired their head coach Dan Quinn. Well, the New York Jets cut running back Le'Veon Bell. They paid Le'Veon Bell big money, but he didn't work out. He didn't even have a 100-yard game in his time with the Jets. He wasn't producing for the Jets, and he kept calling out Adam Gase and the team's coaching staff for not giving him enough playing time. They cut him, saying it just wasn't going to work out. So, that puts several teams that could use him. Teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. You have the rookie Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You have a decent offensive line. Le'Veon Bell likes to run with time. He's a patient running back. He likes to wait for things to develop and then go. The Chiefs would be a good fit for Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell would be a good fit for the Chiefs. The Dallas Cowboys could use Le'Veon Bell. Ezekiel Elliott, he hasn't gotten as many carries with Dak Prescott doing well. But now that Dak Prescott's out and Andy Dalton's starting, if you had an Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell one-two punch, that would be a very good running back core. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Le'Veon Bell's former team, they probably won't sign him or reach out to him. But they could use him. They have a good offensive line that he could run behind. And now that they're 4-0, they'd be, they could use him at the running back position. The Baltimore Ravens could use Le'Veon Bell. The Ravens have Mark Ingram, but he hasn't done, he hasn't gotten as much, many carries, but he hasn't gotten any big yardage games. The Baltimore Ravens could use Le'Veon Bell to help out Lamar Jackson. The Detroit Lions could use Le'Veon Bell. They're not really in a chance to get to the playoffs or get to the Super Bowl but if they brought him in for a couple years he could be a good running back for Detroit which they don't have now they did draft Georgia running back DeAndre Swift but Le'Veon Bell would still be a good addition to Detroit the Carolina Panthers could use Le'Veon Bell They lost Christian McCaffrey for a couple weeks. Running back Mike Davis has played well. But Le'Veon Bell, once once Christian McCaffrey comes back, everybody knows that Christian McCaffrey is going to get the ball. 
So if you had Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, Le'Veon Bell, and Mike Davis all playing at the same time, you wouldn't know who to watch for. You'd have three explosive running backs, a good quarterback throwing two good wide receivers, which could propel Carolina to a playoff spot. So the NFL announced their Players of the Week. And the NFC Offensive Player of the Week award goes to Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. The ASC Offensive Player of the Week award goes to Steelers rookie wide receiver Chase Claypool after his four-touchdown performance. The NFC Defensive Player of the Week award goes to Aaron Donald following his four sack, four tackles, and three quarterback hits, as well as a forced fumble in his performance against the football team. The AFC Defensive Player of the Week went to Baltimore Ravens linebacker Patrick Queen following a nine-tackle performance, including a 53-yard fumble return for a touchdown. The NFC Special Teams Player of the Week award went to New Orleans Saints kicker Will Lutz. Will Lutz hit a 38-yard game-winning field goal in overtime. The ASC Special Teams Player of the Week went to Miami Dolphins kicker Jason Sanders. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Actual Sports Podcast.